0: Talk about rocking chair or something. What we you talking about? Is that what it was? Rocking chair? Yeah, sweet tea is rocking
1: chair. We are taping right now. Say hi. Hey. Can you? Okay, good. Howdy. All oh, right, that's oh. even better. We got. Wow. All right, we may do this into a. Hi, uh, this is George Dunlap, and we are at the 80. Uh, did I lose it? Come on. All right, there we go. We're at the 83rd annual NYCRA convention here in, in uh, Reno, Nevada morning after the presidential campaign so now we can really get down to work and forget about what's going on in washington dc but i'm here with uh, bill Lodi. bill say hi hi bill say hi again hey how you doing there you go there you go uh bill's with uh, the igloo in lafayette indiana and uh bill tell us a little about your shops
0: uh, it's i'm a third generation custard maker in lafayette grandparents started in 32 My parents took over in the late 60s, and then I went out on my own late 90s. Uh, We offer 12 flavors of custard, full service kitchen, drinks, soda fountain bar. Uh, We have inside dining, drive up service, and a walk up patio.
1: How many years have you been coming to the NYCRA show? About the last five. Five years? What are some of the things you've seen over the last five years that have been beneficial for you? Different types of equipment
0: where I can actually put my hands on it, talk to people that make it, different okay. types of flavors and toppings that you can actually taste that you can't do when you're surfing the Internet, uh, contacts from years past, right. and, you know, they have answers for you when you have a question.
1: Okay, okay. So five years, you met quite a few people. Yes, I have. And you still come back, so you look forward to, to talking to people and learning from it sounds like.
0: Well, it's a way to get away from work, and you come down and you you talk with your Peers and other mentors and other people in the industry, and you just get fired up to go back and bring out some of the new ideas. We're open year-round, so I'll go back and start a couple of new things to help make the uh, winter hours go by faster and attract new customers. But it, it gets you fired up for the next season.
1: Now, are you open 12 months out of the year? Yes, sir. Tell me about your business and what kind of. You said 12 flavors of custard. So how do you how do you do that? In...
0: We have a Ross doublehead machine, so okay. we make as much as we can fresh every day. Vanilla chocolate, strawberry and twist, Oreo, mint chip, butter pecan. we we'll have a couple of flavors of the day. Then we do some sherbets, orange, pineapple, and Maybe. raspberry.
1: Now, are these recipes that you uh, you and your family have come up with? Yes. Or, okay.
0: And then we've added some from coming to the shows where we've learned right. different flavors like the salted caramel and so forth.
1: Has that been a good addition to you? It's been real good. So you're, you're here to spot some trends, it sounds like. Yep. And the, did you get into the uh, the kid flavors and things like that, or do you find kids are not necessarily? Well,
0: if you if you give a kid a coupon to your store, he's going to nag mom and dad to bring him bring him there right. all the time. So that's the way you do that part. We've brought out Superman and custards as well as we'll do a rainbow sherbet because okay. kids like a lot
1: of blue. Now you make the rainbow sherbet. Yes, that's you do a tri flavor or tri colors.
0: We have a. Uh, we also have a batch machine that we'll okay. make each okay. flavor in, okay. and then we have one of the uh, dividers that we got from one of the suppliers here a couple years ago.
1: So you have a Ross custom machine and a batch machine. What kind of a batch machine do you have?
0: Carpegiani 502.
1: Okay, okay. And what do you make out of there that you don't make in the in the Ross, is it just for hard ice cream? Or?
0: Well, there's certain flavors that the mix won't go through, like we'll, when we make pumpkin for the okay. wintertime. Okay. We use real pumpkin, and then we add spices and stuff, and it's so thick that it won't go through the little opening in our ross. Okay. So we have to run it through the batch. Then we'll do some playing around. The batch machine's a lot better for doing sherbets. Oh, right. We'll do some uh, okay. some sorbets, which has no milk in it. It just gives me a little bit of opportunity to play with different
1: things. Some of the things that the people have been talking about during the show this last couple of days has been you know, the challenges that they had with uh, labor. Uh, have you found that to be true in Lafayette? This was
0: probably one of our worst years ever in, in hiring kids for the summer. How did people, you address that? Well, the people that were good got extra hours, and okay. the people that weren't very good got let go, and I picked up a lot of extra shifts.
1: Yourself? Yeah. So you're compensating with your own labor.
0: Uh, but the thing is, when you've been doing it, you don't mind doing it. Right. I mean, I, I really like what I do. You know, the family's been doing it forever, so, I mean, it's in my blood, and it's just... I want to make sure that I take care of the wants and the needs of the business.
1: So you said it's in your blood. That means your father or your grandfather started? Grandfather. Okay. Tell, tell us about your grandfather and, the, uh, and how you handle the legacy issues.
0: Well, he started out as a mixed master in a dairy in Frankfort, Indiana. Okay. And then it went under during the depression. So he came to Lafayette and bought a uh, machine from Leon's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where they had to open up the sides and ice it down. And then he had just vanilla and chocolate. And it was about a 10 by 15, I'm going to just use the building. word shack, because okay. that's basically what it was. He had plywood uh, window covers and stuff that he'd bring down that looked like icicles. And then in the late 40s, he remodeled the building and put in a 30 by 30 building with a basement, indoor plumbing, running water, and all the uh, electric needs that had come up to date. Right. Right. And he added a kitchen. And then in the late 60s, when his health went down, my uh, they had a daughter, my mom, and then. Her and her husband took over the business and made it bigger, brought out some other flavors. And with technology changes, we were bring out other things like different types of shakes and okay. different flavorings okay. and stuff.
1: So you, so you got the uh, Ross and you got the Carpe Now, you also do food too, I believe. Don't yes. You? <clears throat> How yep. does the food uh, fit into your, your recipes, your formula, your success?
0: It's more of an add on for people. I mean, we've got, when we first opened, we were pretty much the only restaurant on the row Okay. and then we've got all the fast food chains that have come out since so our food business is about 20% of sales but when they buy something to eat they always buy some dessert or drink to go along with it so it's a they complement each other and we try to do things that the big boys can't do meaning like McDonald's or Burger King where we'll do a burger with a fried egg on top we'll do a burger with peanut butter uh, bacon and cheddar bacon and pepper jack uh, we do a lot of salads. We do a lot of pasta salads. We do some wraps, and we have hot dogs just about any way you can think of.
1: So you're doing uh, 20% food. I think you said 30% ice cream or 40%. Forty percent, and, and then, then f- you've got uh, you, 40% you, drinks. So tell me a little about the drinks. That's pretty more. Of a, it's kind of an exciting or unique.
0: Well, we do of offer your shakes and your sodas and your floats, and we also do flavored Coca-Cola products: vanilla, cherry, marshmallow. Tiger's blood, which is tropical or tiger's blood, which is cherry coconut, boysenberry. Uh, we've brought out a lot of the other cinnamon, red cinnamon red hot cinnamon and lime and mint, so whatever people want in the And Coke. These are
1: all carbonated drinks? Carbonated
0: drinks that we add the flavorings to that we really? make on site.
1: So there's there's more to live than just Coca-Cola.
0: Yep. We'll have people come up and get a, a 32 ounce Coke and want eight extra squirts of flavoring in it, so they're getting an extra eight ounces of coke, or flavoring, before, plus the coke. So but it's a very good business for us. We, we open one store at seven o'clock in the morning to get the people going to work at the hospital okay, and the and offices, about ten minutes and they all in, get we'll diet and they okay. stores? Two you notice there is the Everything's table. the same. Start pulling the those out. Flavors in both around, stores might be a little out. different, but we, we, we always
1: we have about what eight flavors that are always year. offered. Like, and then, and like, then the others would like.
0: be just so eyeball stuff. Like this, one store can sell uh, Georgia peach real well. One store can't, but one store can sell lemon real well. But the other store can't because they just they're six miles apart, but it's two school districts apart. Different types of churches apart. So I mean, the thing is, it's just it's they don't, different
1: they don't uh, cannibalize each other. They get they, their no. own separate markets. Yep. How about uh, how about uh, mobile or, or catering we're, type of business?
0: We do a little bit of catering off site where we'll take a freezer with us. Uh, we're looking at picking up a truck and maybe a cart down the road. Yep.
1: Okay. okay. So. We'll wind down here real quick. Uh, some of the things uh, you're looking forward to for, for next season, anything exciting? or Looking
0: at it, some of the uh, sugar-free items, vegan items, uh, different flavors that are coming out now that haven't really been available. Uh, looking at some different equipment to try to make my job a little okay. easier because we do make some stuff there on site, and you have to keep an eye on it.
1: Uh, how about uh, social media? I know it's something that uh, you may or may not, uh, do you get into it yourself? Or you my
0: see... wife handles all the social oh, media. Um, Does she enjoy that? Until there's a stupid complaint, yeah.
1: <laughs> and what do you mean stupid complaint? The
0: color of my straw wasn't pink.
1: Really? Really. And they put that on the, on the
0: Yep. One? I mean, the thing is, if people have a complaint, you know, go talk to the people. Right. Go back up, that way right. they can take care of it right then and there. But social media does have its good points and its bad points.
1: Just got to be on top of it.
0: And you got to figure out how much do you want to do? How much do you want it to tie up your life?
1: Well, I want to thank you very much for your time. Uh, Bill, if people want to reach out to you, uh, did they just go to your website, your Facebook? Or... Our website is
0: still under construction, but uh, okay. they can go there and leave a message.
1: Okay, okay. Your Facebook, you have Facebook? Kathy has fa- Iggy Frozen can... Custard. And they can catch you there too? Yep. Okay, good. Well, Bill, thank you very much for you're talking with me. And, uh, you know, hopefully you and I are back in another 83 years. and I hope so. Have a good time. And uh, you and I will be, I guess we're going to be at uh, Virginia Beach next year.
0: That'll be a lot of fun. I can drive there.
1: We'll have a lot of fun.
0: Thanks very much. My pleasure.